Hello and welcome. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we are called to worship with Psalm 128. Everyone who honors the Lord, who walks in God's ways, is truly happy. You will definitely enjoy what you've worked hard for. You'll be happy and things will go well for you. In your house, your wife will be like a vine full of fruit. All around your table, your children will be like olive trees freshly planted. That's how it goes for anyone who honors the Lord. They will be blessed. May the Lord bless you from Zion. May you experience Jerusalem's goodness your whole life long. And may you see your grandchildren. Peace be on Israel. Today's Old Testament reading comes from 2 Samuel 18, verses 19 through 23. Then Zadok's son, Ahamaz, said, Please let me run and take the news to the king that the Lord has vindicated him against his enemy's power. Joab said to him, You aren't the one to bring the news today. You can bring news on another day, but not today, because the king's son is dead. Then Joab said to a Cushite, Go tell the king what you have seen. The Cushite bowed low before Joab, then ran off. But Zadok's son Ahimaaz again said to Joab, I don't care what happens, just let me run after the Cushite too. Why do you want to go, son? Joab asked. You will get no reward for going. I don't care what happens, I want to go, Ahimaaz said. So Joab said to him, Run off then. Ahimaaz ran off, going by way of the plain, and past the Cushite. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of Acts, chapter 23, verses 23 through 35. The commander called two centurions and said, Prepare two hundred soldiers, seventy horsemen, and two hundred spearmen to leave for Caesarea at nine o'clock tonight. Have horses ready for Paul to ride, so they may take him safely to Governor Felix. He wrote the following letter. Claudius Lysias, to the most honorable Governor Felix. Greetings. This man was seized by the Jews and was almost killed by them. I was nearby with a unit of soldiers, and I rescued him when I discovered that he was a Roman citizen. I wanted to find out why they were accusing him, so I brought him to the council. I discovered that they were accusing him about questions related to their law. I found no charge deserving of death or imprisonment. When I was informed of a conspiracy against his life, I sent him to you at once and ordered his accusers to bring their case against him before you. Following their orders, the soldiers took Paul during the night and brought him to Antipatris. The following day, they let the horsemen continue on with Paul while they returned to the military headquarters in Jerusalem. The horsemen entered Caesarea, delivered the letter to the governor, and brought Paul before him. After he read the letter, he asked Paul about his home province. When he learned that he was from Cilicia, the governor said, I will hear your case when your accusers arrive. Then he ordered that Paul be kept in custody in Herod's palace. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, verses 13 through 27. They sent some of the Pharisees and supporters of Herod to trap him in his words. They came to him and said, Teacher, 
We know that you're genuine, and you don't worry about what people think. You don't show favoritism, but teach God's way as it really is. Does the law allow people to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay taxes or not? Since Jesus recognized their deceit, he said to them, Why are you testing me? Bring me a coin. Show it to me. And they brought one. He said to them, Whose image and inscription is this? Caesar's, they replied. Jesus said to them, Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. His reply left them overcome with wonder. Sadducees, who deny there is a resurrection, came to Jesus and asked, Master, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies, leaving a widow but no children, the brother must marry the widow and raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman. When he died, he left no children. The second married her and died without leaving any children. The third did the same. None of the seven left any children. Finally, the woman died. At the resurrection, when they all rise up, whose wife will she be? All seven were married to her. Jesus said to them, Isn't this the reason you are wrong? Because you don't know either the scripture or God's powers? When people rise from the dead, they won't marry, nor will they be given in marriage. Instead, they will be like God's angels. As for the resurrection from the dead, I haven't haven't you read in the scroll from Moses, in the passage about the burning bush, how God said to Moses, I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob? He isn't the God of the dead, but the God of the living. You are seriously mistaken. altars where you meet us. Take me there, take me there, if what you need is just an offering. It's right here, my life is here, and I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're the fire, the refiner, I want to be consumed, I want to be tried by fire, purified, you take whatever you desire, Lord here's my life, I want to be tried by fire, purified, You take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. If your glory wants to come here, let it fall. We want it all. Your fire is consuming. Fill this place, set it ablaze, and I'll be a living sacrifice for you. You're the fire, the refiner. I want to be consumed. I want to be tried by fire. Purified. You take whatever you desire. 
Lord, here's my life. I want to be tried by fire. Purify. Take whatever you desire. Lord, here's my life. Clean these hands, purify my heart. I want to burn for you. take my life as a sacrifice I want to burn for you only for you clean my hands purify my heart I want to burn for you only for you oh take tried by fire, purified, you take whatever you desire, Lord, here's my life. The Nicene Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, the world, the church, and our future hope. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father, He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, 
the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit, wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace, and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. Now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom in the power, in the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 130. I hope, Lord, my whole being hopes, and I wait for God's promises. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Refiner, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's Epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's Gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited 
by Caleb Daniels. <laughs>